and the performer, Deshe Kaleta Patreta, he mentions these two things, the place, the time, and the person. During the course of one's life, one is supposed to go through different samskara, Navavidha samskara, there are nine main kinds of samskara. Samskara means reformatory process. And there are others also. The whole Vedic system is meant for reformation, because Janmana, Jayate, Shudra. Everyone is born on the level of Shudra. Shudra means Yasho, Iti Shudra. Who laments? He is a Shudra. So everyone in this material world is lamenting. Therefore, in the Gita, Lord Krishna says, Brahma, Buddha, Prasanatma, Nasho, Iti, Nakamshati. When one comes to transcendental platform, he neither laments nor desires. But everyone on the material platform, they are always lamenting and hankering. They're desiring, if I could have this, if I could gain such an object, then I would be happy. If only I could do this, if only I could get that. These are material desires, and they are endless. As soon as one comes in the atmosphere of Maya, and becomes a servant of Maya, then he has many, many, many desires. On the, I don't think this year, but in the previous years, in the Indian railways, train at a glance, trains at a glance, You'll see on the back cover or somewhere there about a picture of a young man and a young woman with a young child lamenting with a sad look on their face. Why? We have all the good things in life, all the good things that life can offer. We have a two-wheeler sitting on there, Bajaj or whatever it may be, Luna. We have a two-wheeler, we have a VCR. But we don't have a home of our own. Therefore, Shotis, we are lamenting. But then comes the solution to all your problems. Take a loan with some company. I didn't bother to read that from which company because I'm not making a home of my own. But this is the typical Maya. We have everything, but only if we could just get this one thing then we would be happy. <coughs> that Prabhupada described, he, there is one Bengali song, I can't remember exactly the words now, but it said that, uh, what is it? Kostakare Gharbanaya Kintu that with great difficulty we build a house. Our, all our dream of our house, we build a house and then unfortunately, as soon as we build it, it all burned down to the ground. <laughs> so this is material life. We are lamenting for what we lost and hankering for what we could have. That also, Prabhupada gave another good example. What is that? Dili kaladu, jokaya jokisya. You know what that means exactly? It means prostitute, yes. Something sweet from Delhi. Because the people are living in the country and they're living at home and their wife is watching them very nicely. 
But when they go to Delhi for some business or whatever, they may go to eat some ladu, something sweet. In other words, they may visit the red light district. So, who has tasted, they're lamenting. That I, when I went to Delhi, I enjoyed. Now I come back to my village and I've only got my wife. And I already enjoyed her so many times, so it's not enjoyable anymore. And those who didn't enjoy yet, they're thinking, if only I could enjoy it, then I would be happy. So, hankering and lamenting. It is Shudra platform, animal platform. Sometimes the dog, his tail is like this. Sometimes the dog, his tail is like that. When he's out on, you see the dog, generally in India, the dog, in the daytime, their tail is down because everyone is throwing stones at them, kicking them. And at night, if you go on the street at night, you'll see their tail is up because they're barking and thinking, now I'm the king because no one is there to throw stones at them except me and get up in the night and throw stones at them. They're thinking, now I am God. So, this is dog platform, hankering and lamenting, sometimes happy, sometimes sad. But the Vedic culture is to teach us to come to the transcendental platform, beyond birth and death, means beyond hankering and lamentation, to come to the platform, Brahma Buddha, spiritual platform, when we understand, I'm not this body, I'm eternal spirit soul, I'm the servant of Krishna, then there's no unhappiness. As soon as we understand I'm the servant of Krishna, there's no more un- unhappiness. Vishvam Purna Sukhayate. Generally we think, as Lord Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, that this world is a miserable place. And it's true, it is miserable. Not that it's not miserable, it is miserable. Krishna is not just saying it. It's not that Krishna is in a bad mood and he's just lamenting. Oh, this world is miserable. Like a a karmi maid, oh, this world is miserable. But then he gets some money, oh, it's not so bad. And then again, he loses all his money, it's miserable. This is hankering and lamenting. Duality. This is the world of duality. But Krishna is giving the absolute platform that, yes, it is miserable. Just like uh, there was one TV program quite a few years ago, maybe 17 years ago. Vidyananda Maharaj was on that. So they had the compare. What do you call that? Compare? There's the guy in the middle, the referee. There was a debate. Someone was attacking the Hare Krishna movement. That you're too negative. You say that this world is miserable. And Hidayananda Maharaj is saying, well, actually it is miserable because you, you have to get born, you have to get diseased, you have to get old, and then you have to die. So this is miserable. So the opponent, you know, he has to argue the opposite, whatever it is. It's like in the political, in the parliament, Whatever one party says, the other has to say the opposite. Even if this party says a good thing, which isn't very common, they have to say something opposite. So they say, no, 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 it's natural, it's not miserable, all day, it's not so bad. And then the compare, who's supposed to be neutral, he said, actually you're talking nonsense. These things are miserable, how can you deny it? So actually it is miserable. Material life is miserable, but then in another vision, for the pure devotee of Krishna, someone who's got the glance, little glance of mercy from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then Vishvam Purna Sukhayate, everything becomes blissful. How is it possible? It says birth, death, old age and disease. Because the pure devotee, he is not affected by birth, death, old age and disease. He is not affected by Adibhotik, Adidaivik, Adiyadmik, Duk, the different kinds of misery. That doesn't mean that when it's raining, he may not go out with an umbrella. 
Misery is there, the rain is falling down, still he'll go with an umbrella. Why? Because if we're in this material atmosphere, we have to maintain the material body for serving Krishna. But for himself, he's not affected. He's Padma Patram Ivamrata. He's just like the lotus leaf is in the water, but not affected by the water. Even if the water drops on, immediately it will fall off again. Transcendental position. So Krishna sees, then how Vishwampurna Sukhaya Because he sees everywhere. Krishna, he sees this is the kingdom of God. Just like if the king or the governor goes on a tour of the prison, it doesn't mean he's a prisoner. It doesn't mean he's suffering under the conditions of the prison. Rather, when he goes there, they'll make some special arrangements, bring him some nice food, and treat him with all respect. Whereas the prisoner is being shoved out, you rascal beaten with sticks, put in the cell, starved. Of course, modern prison life seems to give you a TV and all those things. But prison is a suffering condition. But if the governor goes to the prison, it doesn't mean that he's become a prisoner. A very respectable citizen is brought on a tour. So in the same way, if pure devotee is in this material world, he's not affected by the conditions of the material world. He's always in fundamental bliss. But these basic ceremonies they are meant for samsara, reformation, purification, so that we can gradually come to realize that I have nothing to do with this material world. I'm in self servant of Krishna. I don't belong here. It's just like I was saying the other day, we are all suffering from amnesia. Amnesia means forgetful condition. You forget who is my wife, where is my home, who are my friends, who am I? There are different levels of amnesia. So the treatment for amnesia is to put the person into the atmosphere in which he's accustomed to, and then you'll gradually remember that, oh yes, this is my home, this is my wife, and all these things. So the Vedic ceremonies, they are for materialistic people to gradually wake them up to the reality. Because materialistic people, they're addicted to such things here we have. Uh, ceremonies perform, be performed with one's wife, on one's own birthday, or on the birthday of one's children. Actually, most of these things are based around children because people are attached to, generally people are attached to children, not, not to the, uh, sannyasis and sannyasis, but the, the majority of people in society are householders. So, naturally they're attached to their children. So, this basic ceremony, that they are meant for putting your attachment to the children into a context whereby our Krishna consciousness can be revived. So everyone's thinking, how my children can have, how can they be benefited? So the, the highest benefit is to come in contact with Krishna. So all these Vedic ceremonies, they bring us in contact with Krishna. There are different, at the time of birth, there's a ceremony, there's, then there is a, Calculating your horoscope, jana kogjata kalama, then name giving ceremony, that, that comes in. Anna prasanna, giving the first right. Vidyaramha, these are all the different samsas. Vidyaramha means beginning, education, even before birth, yadhadam. These ceremonies for producing a good child. So all these ceremonies, they are done in connecting with Krishna and his devotees. And all these ceremonies, the learned brahmanas will be called to perform the ceremonies according to science, place, circumstances, choosing the auspicious time. 
and they will perform ceremonies and they will chant mantras and perform rituals which will benefit the child by invoking the blessings of Lord Krishna and then the brahmanas are fed and this is the basic culture that children from the beginning they grow up learning how to spend their lives on Krishna and how to respect his devotees so how much important it is bringing up children in Krishna consciousness just like you see these little children if they're trained to bow down before the Vaishnavas to bow down before Krishna then it, it will be an automatic thing I've seen in Bangladesh many times many times that the young children even if the Sadhu comes they'll see immediately they'll bow down because they're trained like that or if they don't know how to bow down the parents will bow down automatically you'll see they follow automatically parents bow down automatically children bow down so these ceremonies are there now in the modern age we have happy birthday to you we have birthday ceremonies in which the person who is born on that day they are made the center of attention but actually for a birthday ceremony what should happen is the person whose birthday it is they should invite brahmanas and feed them and they should offer something to the deity in other words the per- that person is honored also but more important he should honor Lord Krishna this is how birthday ceremonies should be performed there are many different ceremonies and even today there are many rules governing them just as I mentioned funeral ceremonies now Gita Mataji was the initiative today but I 